Hello, and welcome to Film Squatch, the podcast where two guys from the Deep South watch and review movies about Bigfoot. It's that simple. Each episode takes a look at a single film about a Sasquatch or a Yeti, and the guys break it down for you. Patrick and Kendall are true believers, but they're too old, too fat, and too lazy to get up off their sofas and go hunt for a Sasquatch themselves. So, they just sit back and watch movies about them. Now, let's head over to the Film Squatch screening room, where Patrick and Kendall are ready to discuss their latest film. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Film Squatch. On today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at 2017's Cold Ground. Patrick, are you ready for this one? I'm ready, man. Let's roll. All right, well, Cold Ground, this was a, a French film. and we. Oui. I mean, that's why it's called, <laughs> what? We. Oui. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's why it's called Cold Ground, that they're up in the, uh, well, actually not, they're not in France. What was it? The Swiss Alps or something? Yeah, They're, something like that. Yeah, some Swiss like ice covered mountain. That's why it's called cold ground. But uh Kendall, you want to break down the, the story for the for the listeners? Yeah, sure. Um cold ground in the film, people people are doing research at this area that they've dubbed cold ground. And they've started to notice these weird animal mutilations, uh in particular cattle. Uh, they've been seeing strange tracks in the snow and all kinds of other things like that. And they're trying to find out what is causing all of these mutilations. And uh, for the viewer, we get to follow this British reporter and uh, her French camera man, who also happens to be her boyfriend. And uh, they go along with uh, a guide, a, a British zoologist, and then uh, a cop from America. He's uh, out of Colorado. And they're all they're all there for different reasons. Uh, the reporter and her cameraman are there to, to, to record everything that's happening. Uh, the zoologist is trying to understand if it's something bacterial or if it's some kind of mutation or something like that. And then the, the American cop is there because he's researched cattle mutilations or livestock mutilations, not just cattle, all kinds of animals in, in the United States. And he's trying to see if there's a connection. between the two. And then of course you've got the guide who's there to make sure they all live going up and down the mountain. Yeah. You want to talk about the cast? Uh, you know what? Sure. I don't know any of them. <laughs> I haven't seen these people before. Well, I, yeah. I didn't even put down their names in my notes, but uh, the only thing I have to say is that the, uh, the British girl is hot. <laughs> <laughs> the British girl, her name, the character's name is Melissa. And she's played by, I'm probably going to botch this, but her name is Gala Besson. And uh, she's done a few other things, but it's mainly overseas, uh, you know, mainly French stuff. Um, and then her her boyfriend was uh, a guy, which I thought was kind of funny. They called him David, but uh, in French, it's David. And uh, he's played by Jeffrey, Jeffrey Blandon. And then the zoologist is a British lady named Laurieann, and her actual name is Mara Tilly. And then uh, the, the French guide is named Danielle, and he's played by Fabrice Pierre. 
uh, Fabrice Pierce. And then uh, the American cop is Blake. And uh, he's played by Doug Reed. And he was actually, I did, I did a little research on him. He was in a film that came out a few years ago. Um, I didn't write it down in my notes, but it's uh, Val- Valerian in the city of a thousand or planet of a thousand oh, yeah. cities or something like that. He had a role in there. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's his most significant work. Um, this movie, I mean, I enjoyed it. Did you like it? It was okay, but um, it wasn't the best for me. You know, this was done yeah. as one of those uh, like found footage type Found-free, films, yeah. and uh, yep. I really don't like found footage films. And, and if you I don't, if you listen, you. and you don't know what a found footage, what that term means, it, it's like uh, it's like if somebody was doing a video diary and they were filming themselves like out in the wilderness or something, and and they disappeared, and then somebody found that camera. Or you know, and they they watch the footage. That that's what we get is just like raw footage that somebody left behind. It, somebody found it. That's why it's called found footage. But uh, I know the Blair Witch pro- Project was a big. Uh, it it kind of set the stage for a lot of these films. But it, when I hear found footage, it, it usually screams low budget. You know, it's it's a way of making a movie for less budget if you if you can't afford it. You know, that that's what I think they were doing. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of found footage films either. That's why this one kind of surprised me. Um, of course, they fell into all the tropes. You have to have a reason for the camera to be on the entire time. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'll be honest, they utilized that pretty good because at one point, you know, it's dark. And they turn the light on, on the camera. And uh, I think it was a reporter asked her boyfriend, why do you have the camera on? And she says, it's the only light we have. And but I also noticed that at, at one point in the film, he gets injured. He hurts his leg, but he's still filming and he doesn't limp. The camera doesn't jerk. You, you'd expect yeah. the camera to jerk if he's limping. And uh, they found a lot of excuses to to me. It was it was almost too much. They shouldn't yeah. they shouldn't have just kept bringing up. Oh, why is the camera on? Why do you why? Why do we need a camera? Um, I mean, movies I, there. It's a very short list of films that I like that are found footage and one of them is Cloverfield and even that film I saw that one in the movies yeah me too and toward the end I get motion sickness and toward the end of the film I was physically ill I was sick from all the shaking shaky camera stuff the Blair Witch thing I hate we could do a whole podcast just on how much I hate that movie <laughs> um they they hit the internet at the right time yeah because that's that's what made that film so popular was there was their advertising campaign on the internet they that was amazing but uh but yeah man i i enjoyed this movie for the most part it wasn't perfect uh, but well you know it does build a little suspense and uh but i, I would have liked to have seen the creature uh more you know yeah they didn't show it that's now. that's one of my things i always say is show me the creature you know you like show me the money show me the creature man i want to see him early in the film i want to see what it looks like but uh but you know they show glimpses of him, and it's like he's always in the shadows, and uh, yeah, you just get a little glimpse here and there throughout the whole movie. Uh, but I, I want, I just want to see him, you know. Yeah, and you, and you hear it screams, but at least they showed the footprint, you know, which I always expect in a Bigfoot movie to see a big footprint, a Bigfoot footprint, <laughs> and they did show that, but it was kind of later in the movie. I, I want to see a Bigfoot footprint in the first 10 minutes of a foot of a Bigfoot film, you know, right. They, they need to have that in there to kind of 
elude to what you're going to see, the size of the creature, all that kind of stuff. It, yeah. You know, at least they put one in here. But uh, And uh, one of the things for me, the uh, the creature or creatures, you know, there may be more than one, folks, if you're if you're listening to this podcast. Um, I looked online uh, just at different random articles and even like on Reddit and stuff like that. And there's kind of people there's people arguing over what exactly these creatures were. Yeah. Um, some of them say it looked more like a werewolf. Some of them say, no, nah, it was a big foot with big ears. Some people, one, one, one person said that it was like a man bat creature. If you're familiar That's what with I kind of thought, yeah, I thought it had like a werewolf body and a bat head. <laughs> yeah. Strange looking. It was real strange. Uh, if, yeah, it you know, was if you've skinny. ever seen, if you've it ever, uh, skinny. if you've ever read Batman comics with man bat or watched a cartoon yeah. with man bat, just like. take the wings off of him. And that's pretty right. much what, what this thing looked like yeah, with gray crazy. hair. And, and uh, you, you know, like I was saying, you don't, you don't see the creature much until the end. And, and then you really don't, get a good glimpse of them it's just yeah, real quick you know always off but, in the uh, background but you, you see like uh you hear it screams and you see the footprints and occasionally uh a person will be pulled away into the darkness you know or something like that uh you don't really get a good glimpse you get a silhouette every every now and then of what it is you know but uh yeah i, I want to see the creature right up front and we're talking about the costume uh yeah i'm i'm not sure what it was supposed to be uh yeah <laughs> I consider it a Bigfoot film only because, you know, in the character's dialogue, they're talking about Bigfoot and Yetis, you know, and uh, yeah. and we see the Bigfoot tracks. If it wasn't for that, I would not consider this a Bigfoot movie. Yeah. Uh, it's it, and it, it starts off fairly slow. Yeah. You know, about 40 minutes in, this movie starts to pick up the pace. But I, I'll say this, that 40 minute, Span, they do they do a very good job of introducing each character, letting you know why they're there, and you know you're you're on this journey with them. I, I like that aspect of this film, and it also reminded me of uh, I don't remember the dates on this, but I think it happened like in the '60s. There were a team of Russians that went out into the 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 uh, into the Russian mountains somewhere. And they all died. And they actually, they, they made a, uh, and they found the, they found their campsite and everything was destroyed or torn up and actually made a documentary about this, but it was a false documentary. And they threw in the whole Bigfoot element. And because there's one picture and I want to say it was a doctor picture for the, the, the fake documentary. And uh, it's got this white creature way off in the background and they said oh that's the bigfoot that killed everyone and that that fake documentary cold ground reminded me a lot of that because Mm -hmm. it was basically the same thing something's killing everybody and you only get glimpses of it and uh like the the russians supposedly they found some of them in just their underwear they had run out they think in fear where they found bigfoot in his underwear no they found the russian folks in their underwear but uh yeah it was this that kept popping up in my head the that story not the Russian in his underwear <laughs> that kept popping up whenever I was watching this film, but I think overall it was pretty good. Um, it was it was uh, funded I believe on GoFundMe. 
It was, it was, an, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a straight up indie film. Yeah. And uh, the acting was pretty good. Yeah, it was. You know, I, I thought they, they had some very good acting in there. Um, I really liked the, uh, the reporter and the zoologist. Uh, uh, the reporter, uh, her name was Melissa. And then Lori Ann was the zoologist. I thought they, they did really good jobs. The American cop seemed kind of forced at times. Like he was trying really hard to get across that he's a tough American cop. <laughs> I just didn't buy it. <laughs> but I think overall they did. They all did pretty good jobs. Yeah, I thought it was okay to watch once. I'll probably uh, never watch it again. And and you'll hear me say this many times. Uh, my rules for a Bigfoot movie to be a good one is one: show us the entire creature, all of it, with within like the first fifteen to thirty minutes. You know, I want to see him. Yeah. And uh, and don't make us wait to the last 10 minutes of your film to barely see him. That's wrong, man. <laughs> that is wrong. I, I understand like lower budget movies. They probably can't afford a good Bigfoot costume. So they want to hide it the whole movie, you know, and that might be the case. But uh, I don't know. Just show us show us the Bigfoot. And, and second, uh, show us his footprints in the first five to 10 minutes of the film, you know. In any yeah. Bigfoot movie, I want to see that print and uh, let us see evidence of what we're dealing with. You know. Did you have what was your favorite scene, Patrick? Melissa laying <laughs> naked on that bed. <laughs> I think <clears throat> my favorite scene. I don't think I'm giving away anything with this. I think my favorite scene was the avalanche. Oh yeah, yeah. And just all the the chaos that followed after the avalanche. I, I thought they did a yeah. very good job with that scene and uh yeah i like how people would just get drug away from the campsite into the into the bushes just like real quick you know and they had some pretty decent uh jump scares yeah uh you know like the one particular character none of none of the main cast but one particular character had been skinned or whatever Uh and they they go up to him and he's still alive and he's he moves or whatever and they all jump but it, it wasn't constant you know jump scares get old after a while i like i like yeah. to throw one in here and there that's good so uh so how many bigfoot tracks would you give this one patrick kendall i'm gonna give this one a four out of ten. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, <that's laughs> only harsh, because man. we don't see the creature until the very <laughs> end and then when we, when we do see it it's not bigfoot man <laughs> this well, isn't even a bigfoot movie <laughs> Well, I'm I'm going in the opposite direction. I didn't want to give it a five because I thought it was a little bit better than a five. So I'm going to say six Bigfoot tracks. All right. I'm, I'm going to give it six I'm Bigfoot give, tracks for a non-Bigfoot yes, for non-Bigfoot movie. For a man bat movie. I'm going to give it bat. six the most six man bat flaps. How about that? There you go. There you go. All right. Well, hey everybody. Uh, thanks for listening again to another episode mm-hmm. of Film Squatch. And if you have a Bigfoot movie you want us to watch and review, just let us know on Facebook, and we'll we'll try to give it a crack. Kendall, you got anything else? I'm good to go, man. All right. Well, take care out there. Remember, uh, watch your back. Bigfoot is out there. Thanks for listening to another episode of Film Squatch. If you like the podcast, Please leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. Make sure to like us on Facebook. 
and join in on some of our interactive discussions. Remember, Bigfoot is out there. Watch your back.